In this episode, by special request from some of you, I want to share with you my journey of how I got into entrepreneurship. It was actually by accident. I'm an accidental entrepreneur. And it wasn't really until I had this huge defining moment in my corporate career where I got let go and rehired all on the same day of my eighth year anniversary that my decision with starting my own business and really taking my power back really, really started to shift. Welcome to the Elizabeth Yang Show, where we explore the benefits of diverse leaders expanding your brand authority online to create massive impact and happy sales. Now, let's dive in because your legendary life is waiting. I'm a big believer that sometimes God or the universe really lays out the breadcrumbs for you. And it's really up to you to step into that. I 100% believe that God really prepared me for the journey that I'm on. And as I look back now, I realize I didn't see it then. But I want to just share this with you because wherever you are in your journey, whether you're just thinking about starting a business or you're already starting a business, I'm a really big believer that everything happens for you for a reason. I was in corporate America for nearly two decades. I was in product innovation, product marketing. I actually really loved my corporate career. I'm first generation. And so my parents just wanted me to get a degree to get a secure job. And at the time, I actually had a career in product innovation, human-centered design, working with really smart technologists in the space of emerging technology who were building big data, chatbots, artificial intelligence. I got a chance to work with really smart people. And I often said that my job was to be the translator. As a product marketer, my job was to take the cool stuff they're building and translate it to a market need where people were willing to pay for it. And even today now with my own business, that experience still comes through. And I think that's the experience that just really builds upon my business success now. So what happened was this was before COVID and there was really no reason for me to even think about starting my own business or looking for a different career. I had job flexibility at the time where I could work from home. I had two kids that were little. And even though it was a grueling work schedule, 50, 60 hours a week, I was content. I really was. I was comfortable. I actually was just thinking about starting my PhD program at the time. And I start enrolled and I got accepted to a part-time doctorate program in human ergonomics. And I was going to just do that to stay challenged, right? Well, one day I got a message from a co-founder on LinkedIn. She messaged me and she said, Elizabeth, I'm so desperate with where I'm at in my business right now. And I'm literally going through everyone that I know on LinkedIn. And I think based on your background, you could really help me. Could you hop on a call? Now, at this time in my career, I did a lot of consulting. And so as an internal consultant, we were working with other business units. Sometimes we even consulted on mergers and acquisitions where the company bought and acquired a startup. And my team and I would assess not only the technology, but the business case for which programs and products were more profitable and make recommendations for the technology roadmap. So for example, is a program or a company worth the company? 
company investing millions of dollars to integrate that technology into our systems or vice versa. Like a lot of that business case analysis, right? So when this woman reached out and she was like, would you be willing to hop on a call? I was like, sure. I've just found that anytime someone has asked for help, it doesn't hurt for me to just listen. I had no idea if I could truly help her or not, but I was like 30 minutes, sure, why not? We hopped on a call and her and her co-founder were telling me the business symptoms and problems that they faced. And I remember towards the end of the call, she said, Elizabeth, do you think this is something that you could help with? And in my heart, I genuinely felt like, yeah, I can totally help you. And she asked a really important question that changed my trajectory. She said, awesome, how much do you charge? And I remember thinking, I don't know. (laughs) I guess this is a good time to start a business. And so in the six months of me working with them, they ended up repackaging their offer and they landed their first corporate client. This was a big deal for a small business owner, for a startup. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I was hooked. The impact that I could make helping a small business owner compared to working inside the company and really waiting sometimes two to three years for a product just to be developed to go to market, right? I was in research and development, R&D, it seemed like forever. But for a business owner, they repackaged it, went to market and landed their first corporate client in six months. And I just remember thinking, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I didn't think that my experience could really lend itself to a startup or a business owner. So I started my business as a side hustle. I never took on clients that were in the same industry that I was working in because of a conflict of interest, but I just took on clients word of mouth as they came on and as I had capacity. And one of the things that this allowed me to do was it started to give me a lot more confidence and I started to show up in the workplace with a completely new mindset and a completely new level of energy. Now, I can tell you at the time that even though this was great and I was getting momentum, I wasn't yet ready to exit my corporate job. I was the main breadwinner and there was still this limiting belief of job security. I just didn't have the courage to leave yet. Fast forward about a year, year and a half later, my eighth year anniversary, it was a beautiful Thursday morning. I still remember it like it was yesterday. I happened to be on vacation with my family. Now, this was during a time inside of a company where we had an internal reorganization. This was often common. And I had been with the company for eight years and I somehow would manage to land somewhere. And this time it was no different. I found an internal position within the company and we were simply waiting for HR to move me over. Both my current boss and my new boss knew about this. We were just waiting for the paperwork to go through. But on this Thursday, my boss at the time messaged me and I had nowhere to take this call. So I went in the car to take the call. And he said to me, Elizabeth, I'm sorry, but I got to let you go. And let's just call him John. I said, John, what's going on here? You know that we're just waiting for HR to move me over, waiting for paperwork to get signed off. And I'm already moving. Why are you laying me off? This doesn't make any sense. Aren't we all working for the same company? And he said to me, I don't know. That's not my problem. I remember thinking to myself, I spent eight years with this company. You know, when they say to you, 
that it takes many years to build trust and only minutes to lose trust in a brand. This was that moment. And so I said to him, John, I'm going to be back in the office on Monday. I'm out on vacation with my family. Couldn't this have waited till Monday? And I remember his awkward chuckled laugh. And he said to me, Elizabeth, actually, I'm going to be on vacation on Monday. And I said to him, so let me get this straight. You call me to ruin my vacation so that you can go on vacation with peace of mind? And he just didn't say anything. And he said to me, Elizabeth, I'm going to overnight you the paperwork. and just got to return your laptop. And that's that you don't even have to say goodbye to the team. And after I hung up, I remember sitting there in the driver's seat, clinging to the wheel like I was going to, to like just fall off. And I just broke down and I just cried. Never in my life have I felt so humiliated. I felt so completely stripped naked of my dignity. And I just remember sitting there and thinking to myself, what did I do wrong? I did everything that I thought I should have done in my career. I had mentors. I had executive sponsors. I built an internal network that allowed me to land in different departments as departments had reorgs. I had been with this company for nearly 10 years, eight years, that anniversary, happy anniversary to me, right? And I just cried and never in my life did I feel so humiliated because the first thing that came up to my, came to mind was, how am I going to face my family? I felt like a complete failure. I felt so ashamed. And I just remember thinking to myself, I had slaved for two years in this role, traveling, consulting. I had worked my butt off to be able to identify opportunities and bring in contracts to make this executive look like a rock star in this company. And this is the thanks that he gave me. He couldn't even give me grace to just hang on for a couple of days and let HR do its thing. And I remember as I was sitting there crying, I said to myself, Elizabeth, get your shit together. You got this. And I wiped off all my tears and I picked up my phone and I ended up calling the chief of staff, my new boss's right-hand person. She was out of the office and I explained to the chief of staff what happened. She said to me, she extended me so much more grace than my manager did. She said to me, Elizabeth, I am going to call HR right now and figure this out. Whatever you do, don't sign the paperwork. I want you to just go back and try to enjoy your time with your family. I'll see you on Monday. You don't have to worry about a thing. I will confirm later today that everything is going to be okay. And later that day, she did. And when I spoke to her, she said, Elizabeth, I have been working for this company for 20 plus years. I have never seen a manager be like that. And I just remember thinking to myself, how could this woman extend me so much grace and compassion and I barely even know her while my manager that I had been just endlessly working for two years couldn't even extend this compassion to me. In that moment, I made a decision I said to myself, never again will I give my power away like that ever again. And that was the moment where I realized there is no such thing as job security. 
even in this moment, someone's ego took that job security away from me, even though we all worked for the same company. And so I ended up coming back Monday. And let me just tell you, my new boss was a rock star. She gave me a team. She said, Elizabeth, based on our goals, you write your own job description. Tell me how many people you need, and we're going to make this happen for you. And under her leadership, under her wings, I just soared. That year, year and a half, we saved the company millions of dollars. And I was utterly loyal to her until she was ready to move on. And I remember that in that moment when she was ready to move on, let me just tell you what happened. I was still working my side business, but because my energy was so different, I remember there was a conversation before she was ready to move on. She said, Elizabeth, we want to promote you. Okay. I don't know what it is, but you're doing such a great job. We want to promote you. And I remember in that moment thinking to myself, oh my God, I don't want that promotion because more money means more responsibility. And I have this down. I'm working 40 hours a week. I got my team down. I mean, like I got everything down and I got my business going and it's good. I don't want a promotion. And she gave me the promotion anyways. And when she was ready to move on to her next role inside of the company, she said to me, Elizabeth, where I'm headed, I know that it's not going to leverage your strengths. I'm going into operations. We need to cut significant millions of dollars in operational costs. I know that's not necessary your strength. And even though I know you can do the job, I really genuinely don't think this is going to be the best position for you. So I'm going to try my best to find you the best position inside of your current area. And so she ended up having me report through to the CTO of the business, which is the chief technology officer of this segment, and really focused on product marketing for all of the new technologies that they were building. And I remember in that moment, finally sitting there and saying, oh my goodness, she's moving on. I just got this promotion that I really don't want. I'm reporting to the CTO, but I'm not happy. (laughs) And in that moment, I realized maybe it's time that I really give myself the shot with my business. And so for the next six months, I planned my exit because, again, I was the main breadwinner. So I wanted to make sure I had savings, cushions saved aside. I wanted to make sure that I had a plan B to plan C, all of this stuff in case, in case the business didn't work out. And in my mind, I just thought all I need to do is do more of what I'm doing in my side hustle full time and I'll be just fine. So I was completely wrong after I left. And everything that I had planned up to that point was completely out the door, okay? And I realized that my side hustle system was not scalable. I really needed a different system. I needed a full-time entrepreneur system. And what I mean by that was that word-of-mouth referrals just weren't coming in fast enough. I wasn't getting leads quickly enough. I wasn't bringing in cash flow quickly enough. So I was going through my savings. And I'm going to say that story for a different day. but. What this journey taught me as I look back is that there is no such thing as job security. I remember during this period, I was actually interviewing a very successful business entrepreneur. I was working in my corporate job and had my side hustle. And I remember I was talking to him and I said, how is it that you have so much confidence running all of these businesses? And he said, 
I actually think running my own business is more of a job security than working for another company. And I remember I didn't believe him until that day where I got let go, rehired all on the same day of my eighth year anniversary with the company. And that's when it finally clicked where I was like, ah, I get it. And what that taught me, and I want to pass this along to you, is a couple of key lessons. The first one is there is no such thing as job security. The only job security you have is you. You will always be your safest bet. You are your job security. And from that moment, I learned that my number one bet, my safest bet, will always be me. Always. Always. And in that moment when I got let go, rehired all in the same day, I realized that power, that power that I had given away blindly to a manager, to a company, I need to take that back. That power is also within me, that I am capable, that I am capable of creating the opportunities that I really, really wanted for myself and for my family. I remember as I was thinking about my corporate exit to start my business full time, I said, Elizabeth, what is it that you're really afraid of? Are you here in this corporate job because of job security? Well, we already know that's out the door, right? Are you here for status, like powerful titles? Are you here for money? What is it that you're here for? And I remember thinking to myself, if I'm here for status and money, there's plenty of small business owners that are making way more than vice presidents in corporations right? And if I'm only here for status, then that might make sense. But at the end of the day, I realized that for me, I was all about impact. I wanted to make meaningful income, making an impact that could change people's lives. I wanted my legacy to be about impact and purpose for my family, for my community, and for the world. Right. And that's what really gave me the courage to go on my own, that I could figure it out. I want to encourage you, whether you're thinking about exiting or you are already in your business and you're continuing to grow, is what is the worst case scenario? I remember thinking, oh my goodness, what if I have to go back and get a job? Okay. It's like I failed or something. But let me just tell you, even after many, many years later, recruiters are still reaching out to me for job interviews. And I realized the worst thing I can do when I define my next chapter, if I really want to, I can just go get a job. It's actually not the worst thing I can do. That is just another income stream, another chapter of how I want to define my life. That's it. And there truly was nothing to be fearful of. Now, was it hard? Absolutely. Was it hard to replace my income, what I was making with my salary and bonuses? Absolutely. It didn't happen the first year. But pretty soon, I was able to ex replace and exceed my salary. And I just looking back, I just can't tell you how grateful I am to do what I 
did then, which was to lead with my heart. That when that woman reached out and she was so desperate for help and she was hoping to just hop on a 30-minute call with me, I didn't know that was going to change the trajectory of my career and my life. I didn't know that my contribution to her dream and her co-founder's dream was going to help them land their first corporate client. I didn't know that. And I didn't know that I wasn't ready and I was too scared to exit my corporate job that it would take me another year, year and a half at my job to get let go and laid off, like laid off, rehired all on the same day just to realize there's no such thing as a job security. And then it took me another year, year and a half to finally have the courage to exit because I felt like I needed to have a plan A, B, and C only to find out it doesn't really matter. The only plan I need is one plan. And I realized I got to go all in on my business. See, when you have a backup plan, there's always that one foot out, one foot in. And so today, fast forward to today, I only have one plan A. It's only my only plan until I decide that I'm ready to try something else. And in all of this, this is really how I started my business. This is really all the breadcrumbs that I think the universe and God laid out for me to prepare me for this moment was to find my contribution and impact was to find that the safety net that I'm looking for or the courage that I needed or the security that I needed was all with me, within me all along. And that there is no such thing as planning out everything from A, B, C, D, A to Z. That as an entrepreneur, the only thing that you need to be mindful of is that to trust yourself that you can figure things out. And so as you're watching this, I want to encourage you to constantly challenge yourself and say, that job security, hmm, is that a limiting belief? Is it a false sense of empowerment? You will always be your safest bet. You will always be your safest bet. So let me know in the comments what you took away from this. This was by special request. People often ask me, Elizabeth, what's your backstory? How did you start your business? And truth is, I was an accidental entrepreneur. My heart was lined up to serve. And I answer that calling. And even to this day, I still lead with heart. I still lead with heart because I choose faith over fear. I believe 100% that all of the resources, opportunities, and people that continue to show up for me is the universe, God, lighting that up. And every challenge that I step into, I remind myself that he is preparing me for something greater. And I accept that kicking and screaming, but I accept that challenge and I rise up to it because I remind myself everything's happening for me. It's not happening to me. So let me know below. What's your big takeaway from this? Where do you think you can pivot to bet more on you? If you are leaving this episode feeling inspired to uplevel online and make happy sales happen, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Now go out and take those steps to build your legendary life. 
If today's episode sparked inspiration or you learned something new, be sure to subscribe and leave a review.